Hi everyone, I'm Tom Miller, editor of SolarView Magazine and marketing director here at Baywa RE Solar Systems. I'm happy to be joined today by Russ Minnick. Russ is the chief marketing officer at Generac Power Systems. Russ, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And Generac is one of the newest additions to the Baywa line card, and we, we carry their power cell storage system, and it's received a ton of attention from our customer base. Russ, before we dive into Generac and, and PowerCell, I'd like to chat a little bit about you and, and your road to Chief Marketing Officer at Generac Power Systems. I, I saw on your LinkedIn that before Generac, you were President and CEO of Electrolux Floor Care and Small Appliances. Uh, I'm wondering what, what you learned during your time at Electrolux that, that you brought to your marketing work at, at Generac. Well, um, I've, you know, I'm, I've been around a while, so I've, I've ran a lot of different businesses in different areas. And uh... Mm-hmm. I know probably the number one thing I tell people is uh, the industry you're in is such a huge uh, factor in uh, in like the health of of, uh, of a of a business. And that you know when I was at Electrolux, we it was largely uh, floor care products, and uh, you know they're they're uh, they're all it's very commoditized, and uh, everything's being driven down to the lowest. Uh, price possible. And it's like ripping pennies in half, mm-hmm. make a profit in a business like that, not growing, you know, and uh, one of the great things about energy businesses and particularly renewable energy businesses is uh, they're all experiencing uh, really strong annual growth rates, uh, which is great. They, uh, a lot of innovation um, is still in the early innings. So there's a lot of great new innovation that comes to market. Mm-hmm. You get paid for the, some of that innovation, which is uh, which is important because that that fuels uh, more innovation after that. So really, the industry you're in uh, makes a, a major difference whether or not you've kind of got wind in your sails or you're you know, versus trying to swim up a stream with a brick in each hand type of a thing. So picking the right industry, I think, is 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 great. I think the other thing too is you know if you're going to spend 50, 60 hours a week of your life devoted to a cause or doing something. I've learned that it's far more rewarding. Uh, it gives you more energy back, and all those things. If you're you're doing something that's good, and uh, that's one of the great things that about about the clean energy business and the renewable business is you go home at night and you know you've helped somehow, some way, and uh, that's that, that's good, and it gives you energy to get up the next day and and uh, try and accelerate that. So yeah, yeah, I agree. So I, I'm relatively new to marketing, you know, and I'm still learning this side of the business. You know, I'm curious, you know, to know if you can talk about the evolutions you've seen in marketing in the last 20 years, you know, and what are you seeing as really important in the coming years? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously, um, you know, I think a couple things in, in marketing in general, you know, I think technology obviously has is, uh, is, is changed, the, you know, digit, being able to digitally market in a uh, measurable cost effective way has changed uh, the landscape more than anything in my my lifetime. You know, you think about back in the day when my career first started. You know, you had an ad agency, and they would come in, and uh, you would look at uh, what 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 print ads you were going to run. You know, and and um, and today, you know, you're so much digitally focused, and it affects everything. I mean, if you look at uh, you know, we do a lot of TV spend. Mm-hmm. The amount of it that's now streaming uh, over the top uh, spend is. Is increasing uh, dramatically. <clears throat> I mean, the the whole digital landscape is, and it makes it measurable, which is great too. And and so, like here, I mean, we uh, we literally get a dashboard every single morning of all the money we spent, where we spent it in specifically, and how many people responded to that, and then how many people we converted from that response into 
what we call an in-home appointment. And then we take that in-home appointment and then we, we automatically send it to our dealer partners and they acknowledge it. And I get that every morning. I mean, you think about how that's a lot of data uh, that we get on a, on a every morning basis. And there's a lot of mornings where that, that number is, uh, you know, close to 2000 in-home appointments that we've, we've shot off to dealers overnight. And, uh, so it's become really a, a very cool thing to be able to look at it. And then we actually track close rates as well, uh, of those, of those deals. And now you've got an ROI. Now you can, you can sit there and you can say, I spent this yesterday and, and, and it made financial sense or it didn't, or I spent TV money on, uh, on a, uh, on a, on a, on one channel and it didn't work, but I spent it in another area and it worked great. You're able to do that and attribute and, you know, you can tie, you can fine tune the tiny knobs now. Like mm-hmm. it makes the marketer's job, um, instead of going into your boss and asking for more expense money, you know, if you get it right, your boss is coming to you saying, Hey, if we spend more, how much more can we do? And, uh, so when you can turn that around, because you're now, instead of a cost center, you're a, you're an ROI. Uh, business and marketing. And we've got the ability to do that now. And and we do that here at, at Generac. So it's great. I, I can't remember what I was watching, but I, I think it might've been the Super Bowl. And I was watching it on YouTube TV, which we now subscribe to, but in a commercial, a very long, very informative Generac ad came up. Uh, and it might've just been about the area I was in, uh, you know, but can you talk about the marketing push and, and what you're doing around PowerCell? And it, are you very targeting this very regionally? Are you doing it in response to, you know, the data that you're getting every morning? Like what, what's your approach there? Yeah, it's kind of, kind of all of the above. We, uh, we get instant data to your point. Um, we do a mix of national and, and, uh, specific targeted DMAs when it, when it comes to our biggest spend is TV. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we do a mix of that. And a couple of things can drive that. Uh, one would be, uh, for example, there was a, there was a power shutoff in, in uh, Southern California uh, last week. And all the power shutoffs to this point had been mostly in more in Northern California. So this was one of the uh, initial times that San Diego and LA, Orange County had been affected. So we, we went local in that case. So we spent a bunch of money in San Diego and other things we look at is, you know, power outages, if there's a power uh, outage because of a storm, uh, we tend to ramp up on that. On the generator side of our business, um, you know, you can see hurricanes coming for four or five, six days going. So we, we tend to try to own the weather channel in, in situations like that in terms of spend. Hmm. Those are some of the things we look at. But when, when things are sort of steady state, that's when we start uh, fine tuning and trying to look at specific markets. We see interesting consumer behavior like, you know, COVID. You know, I think all companies were this way. When it first became a serious issue, everybody was like, wow, business is going to go down. We got we to gotta right size. We got to really tighten the belt. And uh, we weren't long into that. And we saw the opposite when it comes to, to home power products. If people are going to work from home and school from home, uh, all those things, you know, they, they, were, they wanted to make sure they had a continuous supply of power. So, you know, we've seen battery storage. We've seen generators, all that stuff. It just spiked. It didn't, it didn't go down. It actually spiked. Mm-hmm. Which was which was interesting, and then we saw interesting consumer behavior where, like, take Florida. You had COVID as a backdrop, and then we had a really active hurricane season on top of that, and that layering effect took that to numbers we'd never seen before. Already a really good state for us, but it, it drove it to exponential levels of consumer uh, interest, which was which was unbelievable. We also see things like echo of a year before major event. So the mo- the one that people remember the most is probably like Hurricane Sandy that hit uh, up in the Northeast. But, you know, at, at that same time of year, for, for about two years after that, we'd see a big spike in consumer demand because there'd be a bunch of media that would run like, 
remember it was one year ago today that Hurricane Sandy hit or, and then people start thinking, yeah, if that happens again, I better get prepared type of a thing. And, and so we saw, we saw like this echo effect that happened for like three straight years off of, off of Sandy. So it's just, so you see all kinds of really interesting consumer behavior take place. Yeah. That's great information for the marketers out there. Um, let's chat a little bit, a uh, little bit about Generac, shall we? Yep. Um, so can you give me the short pitch on the, on the power cell uh, storage system and, and why our solar contractor partners should be paying attention to this product? Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's the ultimate question. That's, that's a great question. And I'll tell you what we tried to bring to it. So, you know, we've been around 60 years. We've been around a long time. Uh, we're about two and a half billion dollars in annual sales. We're global. We've been, we've got over 2 million home standby generators, home generators hooked to houses which are natural gas and electricity coming off the other side. So it's, uh, you know, technically bombs, I guess. So we, we've got a pretty good capabilities. We got about 600 engineers here in a big tech center and things like that. What we tried to look at when we got into the clean energy space was, was a couple of things. One is we talked to a lot of contractors and what we found was the industry, because it was new, I'm not, you know, we're not trying to bag on anybody, but because the industry was new and the technology is pretty complex and emerging, that the industry was plagued with a lot of buggy product, like uh, products would launch and there'd be issues and recalls and, and things like that and, uh, and failure rates that were higher than anybody wanted, driving expenses for contractors to roll a truck and things. So we, uh, at launch, we went through extensive testing to make sure the product was bulletproof. We're, and we're used to doing that because, again, we're making really technical and, and potentially uh, volatile products with generators here. So we're used to that and we have really rigorous processes, but I mean, we've got, no, we've got all the labs here to, to shake it, freeze it, salt, fog it, uh, cool it, heat it, overload it. We do everything, you know, unbalanced legs. We try to do everything we can to, to, to halt test it and wreck it. And, um, and ultimately you can wreck anything, I guess, but we were able to, to really harden the product. And uh, I think contractors really appreciate that. The second thing we tried to do was just be in stock. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're a profitable, large company. We're able to invest in inventory. And I think the industry, again, has been plagued with, with availability. I mean, so like the contractor's job is hard enough just trying to get deals. Then, then when you go to do the deals and everybody's out of stock and you can't get a battery or you can't get an inverter um, and they're telling you it's going to be, you know, eight week lead times, that, that's, that's really hard. And, um, and so we, we made a commitment to be in stock and, and deliver. And so those are, those are kind of like foundational things we thought. And the third foundational thing before I jump off that one was if there's tech, if tech support is required, we want to have smart people answer the phone fast and help, help contractors. And so uh, we made a big commitment, hired a lot of people, trained a lot of people. We run a lot of extended hour, hours here to accommodate things like Hawaii and California and stuff. But uh, we want to make sure that we, we have, if we have any hold times, we want to make sure they're less than three minutes. And we've been able to deliver on that pretty well as well. The next thing was the product itself. Um, we were going to make it ourselves and uh, here mm-hmm. and into it. And it, it wouldn't have been like the biggest hurdle ever to, to make power electronics and, and battery storage products from a hardware standpoint. But uh, once we got into it for, I don't know, four or five or six months on the project, it became really clear that the complexity was really in like the firmware, the interfaces with the grid, grid code, compliance, all those and, and all those areas are really complex and they change all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that became we, we were looking at each other. And we're like, we can build it, but we won't be like like competent and code compliant and all that. So it'll probably take us a long time to figure it all out. So we said, we got let's buy our way in. So that we knew the Pika team 
uh, before they were out in Portland, Maine. Just a really cool story of a bunch of guys that went to uh, MIT together and uh, decided to, to start a business in uh, the founder's basement. And the founder is still works for us today, Ben Polito. And they worked out of Ben's basement uh, building high-end inverters. We ran into them. They were looking for some some money, of course, like they all are. And uh, we liked those guys. They were just just super good guys. They, they actually grew up on an island without power. So when you think islanding, they, they literally islanded. So they were just great, great guys. And so we decided, uh, we called them and we said, you, you were looking for money. And what if we just buy you? And they're like, well, we don't want to be bought. We're, we're entrepreneurs and, and all that. We, we don't want to be part of a big, you know, fossil fuel burning generator company. So we, we convinced them to come out and visit us. And they're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And so we, we hit it off and we ended up making an acquisition of PICA. That's how we got uh, Jeremy here. And then we also made an acquisition of a company out in Vancouver, Canada called Nurio Technologies that uh, was a room full of software and data scientists that were making uh, home energy meters uh, that you would hook up to your house and tell you all your energy consumption and production and, and all those things. And our idea was to uh, build uh, Nurio Technology inside the PICA system, harden the heck out of it and launch it, which is essentially what we did under the Generac brand. And uh, and since launch, we've we've uh, we've had several uh, really important new product upgrades, and we've got a lot more coming. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a great overview. Thank you. Um, one of the things that we get a lot of questions about is Generac's lead sharing program. Can you talk mm -hmm. a bit about that for us? How, you know, how does one qualify and participate? What's the process around, um, or what's your process around defining and qualifying those leads before? So they it's pass really on? low barrier, um, and arguably <laughs> maybe too low. I mean, uh -huh. people sometimes look at us like we're crazy. Like we're the only one that actually spends and generates leads and spends against leads at this level. We're a manufacturer and. And normally, that's uh, that type of lead gen is, uh, is is saved for people like Sunnova, Sunrun, those type of guys. SunPower does some, but uh, as a manufacturer, um, we decided to make a commitment to do it because as we talk to contractors, uh, we hear cost of customer acquisition in the two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollar a deal up range. I mean, it's a crazy cost, and we we thought that if we helped with that. Uh, that would be of high interest and help us penetrate the market, and it has. So basically, um, you know, we've we've got um, we we hit different approaches, but again, a heavy part of our spend is TV. So we shot uh, we shot a series of different, I guess, call them infomercials for lack of a better term. But uh, we shot a fifteen minute, a five minute, a two minute, and a one minute different versions of of uh, of an infomercial. And the infomercial essentially it just sells the merits of solar and storage. And so that's kind of what it does. And, uh, and we found that the two minute version works the best. It's long enough to tell the story, but um, when you start getting into those longer versions, it really starts limiting what TV channels will take it. So two minutes about anybody will take it. And it's long enough to tell the story, short enough to keep customers engaged and you can get, you get access to almost unlimited media. So we run a lot of TV and pretty heavy digital. Uh, we drive the homeowner to do one of two things, either hit our website and fill out a form or preferably call us. And the call center uh, is here, our employees right down the hallway from me here. And we call them energy consultants. And uh, it's a group of uh, people that we've trained really, really, really heavily. I listen to a lot of calls, personally call recordings, and it's a constant process around it. But we talk to customers about their energy needs. While we're talking to them, um, we're, we're getting their address immediately. And we, we put it in one of our tools that pulls up a rooftop view of that house. So I would say to you, hey, Tom, uh, 
you know, thanks for calling Generac. Um, you know, give, give me your address really quick. You'll give it to me and then I'll be, oh yeah, great. I see your house. It looks like you don't have a lot of trees or shading problems. That looks good. Uh, by the way, it looks like you got a nice basketball court in the backyard. They always laugh or something. They're like, cause it's kind of funny. Cause you're like, oh, wow, you're looking at my house. I'm like, yeah, we're looking at your house. looks like you're a good candidate here. Let me get this right. Your, uh, your utility company is Detroit Edison, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Looks like your, your bill should be, a, you're probably in the, what, the two to two, two to $250 a month. But yeah, it is. Okay. Got it. Well, quick calculations here. It looks like a, your roof looks good. Looks like you're a good candidate for solar. And it looks like we can save you a fair amount of money here. It looks like we can offset, you know, 90 plus percent of that utility bill. Looks like this system can pay for itself in a, in a reasonable amount of time and then be a cash machine on that. I'll tell you what we should do, Tom, is we should go ahead and schedule one of our uh, Generac contractors to come out and give you a formal quote. It's free, no obligation, no pressure, and it's free. But I can tell from just looking at this right now that this is something that might be of interest to you. What do you say we do that today? And then we, we so about r- roughly about half the calls we, uh, we convert into uh, an in-home, in-home appointment. Uh, the half that we don't convert, we do it for one of two reasons. One is they just want more information. So we have a free information packet we send out to them so they can get more information. And those customers convert really well over time. And then there's a, the other segment is they just weren't qualified. They, uh, they you know, you're, the, the beauty of TV is you reach a lot of people and the, the bane of TV is you reach a lot of people. And so, you know, they, they, they could have been on their, on their 14th beer and uh, at two in the morning watching an infomercial and and college and the type of thing. So we try to we try to qualify so we only pass around high quality leads to our to our dealers. We pass them through a tool that we give the dealers, and uh, so they they would come in and they would see that they have this appointment on their on their calendar. Uh, they call the customer back to kind of confirm all that's good to go, and then they go out and they can plan the whole job in our tool. And uh, we've got financing built into it, uh, including Sonova as well as all the likely. Uh, Loan pal and all the dividend and mosaic and all that stuff, and they can uh, and they can they can finance it, propose it, the whole nine yards right there. They market closed, lost, still working it. We see all that, and uh, that's that's kind of how the how the process works. On form fills, we we have the team outbound call the form fill people. Uh, that's it's, it's it's interesting. The form fill conversion is really strong because they t- they took the time to fill out the form. Yeah, they, they cared enough to fill out the form. And uh, so that's that conversion is really, really strong. We have less uh, shakeout on that. One of the things we're working on to launch around mid-year uh, in 21, though, is a warm transfer. So one of the areas where the system can break down a little bit is we hang up that phone from talking to that, that homeowner, and then we push that lead to the contractor who then tries to call that homeowner back. And there's some percentage, it's not big, but there's it's enough that it's bothersome, that never can get a hold of that homeowner again. It's confusing to the homeowner. Like I called Generac and, you know, uh, Semper Solaris is calling me back. Like what? I don't understand. And um, so what we're going to do around mid-year is we're going to move to a, uh, to a warm transfer where we're talking. So, okay, Tom, you're a good candidate. You want to do it? Okay. Got it. I'm going to put you on hold for for 30 seconds. I'm going to connect you with our, our premier installer in your area. Then I put them on hold. I would, I would call up the, the solar contractor. They agree to answer the phone. We put them on the phone together. Uh, they agree on a time and a date. And uh, he may ask a few more qualifying questions and then away we go. That that will That's going to be a nice breakthrough for us too. We're pretty excited about that, the warm transfer capability. Um, that's an amazing lead generation process. Um, how do solar contractors get involved? Yeah, you did ask that question. That's probably the part I, sh- I should, you know, that's what's good for us to talk about that. Um, so it's really simple. So you take a uh, one day 
training class. Uh, we've got a virtual version uh, that, that most people are doing now instead of in person. In the first quarter of this year, we did a lot of in person until uh, in person became in, not not safe. So we've got a, a virtual uh, version of that. You can enroll on our website. It's simple, and you take a one day class. And with when you finish that class, you can enroll in uh, what we call a Power Partners program. And the Power Partner program gets you the tool as well as access to the leads. Okay. So a one day training class, um, the leads and access and the tool are like $400 a year. It's cheap because uh, it goes, it does all the rooftop, all the planning proposals. Like I said, the whole thing, shading analysis. So it's a heck of a value to the point where when we say what it is, they think they say, you mean a month? And I'm like, no, it's a year. And I'm like, oh, geez, it's a no brainer. So that's how you do it. <clears throat> just commit to it. So it's to some training. It's installation training, basically. So you can do a good job, but you just commit to some installation training, sign up and you're in the way you go. And uh, it's, it's been, it's been very, very good. Yeah. Well, that's great. We only have a few minutes left and I, and I had a few other questions for you, but maybe real quick, can you, can you talk about, you know, what's, what's ahead in terms of the PowerCell product with flexibility? Yeah. yeah, or, yeah. It's, a, it's a good question because the product we're selling right now is, is uh, been substantially enhanced from the product we launched with in January. So um, about, I don't know, maybe 90 days ago, we, we made a whole bunch of changes and I'll, I'll go through it now, but Essentially, because we grew up as as whole home backup generator guys, one mm-hmm. of the things we saw when we entered the space was what's up with all these critical load panels or sub panels? Like, why aren't we why aren't we powering whole homes with clean energy? And um, what we saw was they were trying to by stacking up multiple Teslas or uh, multiple inverters. And the answer was the inverters didn't have enough output and there wasn't enough battery capacity uh, to like, you know, start and run a three ton air conditioner in a house. And so uh, our products, uh, we said, well, wow, we're, we're the whole home guys. And so what we have today is we have a battery that's 18 kilowatt hours. I mean, it's by far the biggest battery in the market uh, at 18 kilowatt hours. Uh, we have an inverter whose constant output is nine kilowatts, which is by far the strongest in the industry. And it it peaks or surges up to 11 and it's got 50 amps of motor starting capacity. And then we've got a whole house transfer switch and, and we've got, it's got a bunch of uh, load management built into it that, that you prioritize. And so what all that means is between uh, a big battery with high out power output and, lo- and really cool load controls, you can run a whole house. And, and so we're one thing that a contractor could take away from this is um, we're the whole house guys. We're the we're the power most powerful largest battery load control gurus here. So that's where we're at right now today with that product. So if you went to CD Green Tech or any of those places, that's what you'd be getting from us today. Um, in uh, Q1 of next year uh, and Q2, there's two things coming right in those that same time frame. One is uh, is AC coupling. Today we're we're a DC coupled system. You need to use our optimizers, our rapid shutoff devices on the panels, our inverter, our battery. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a full system. Um, in a Q, Q1, Q2, you'll be able to AC couple it. In other words, if somebody already has uh, solar installed and they just want to add a battery, you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to do a retrofit uh, with, and leave all the rooftop stuff alone and not have to do a big, big hassle. So it'll be an easier, more flexible install. Or let's say you're, you're a contractor that really, really, really likes uh, microinverters and you don't want to stop doing that, but you really, really like our battery, you'll be able to do that. So the AC coupling unlocks a, a bunch of market for us. The second thing we're doing is uh, we're going to be launching a Generac generator integration to the system. 
to the to the power cell system. So it's it's going to create a a microgrid at the house level, so to speak. Whereas the generator will turn on, recharge the battery um, on a long power outage, get you through the night. Uh, there's different installation ways around it where you can make it more like a hybrid where the generator can carry the big loads and the, the battery can carry the small, however you want to do it. But we've got about three or four different installation uh, strategies that creates a microgrid, uh, which was a huge ask. I th- all contractors like your Generac, you got generators. Why can't I hook this generator to your power cell? Makes no sense to me. Well, you will. So we listen and, and you'll be able to, to do that. And then a little bit later in the year, we're super jacked about a, uh, a product. We've we got a code name for it now called Octopus, but essentially it's a box that uh, looks cool. It's, it's styled nicely, but it's about the size of a shoebox. It's got 14 circuits in it. Uh, it's uh, high-end kind of smart relays, essentially. But what it'll do is it'll interface with any electrical panel anywhere uh, that's already sitting there. And with an app in the consumer's hand, they can swipe off and on loads. Uh, wow. it's really awesome. So let's say you're in a long power outage and you're all of a sudden you're, you're, uh, your, your pool, your pool uh, heater kicks on. And you're like, I don't need a pool heater in the middle of a power outage. You can whip up that app and swipe it right off. And you'll see your battery life calculation go way up. Or let's say um, you, you decided you didn't want to run your air conditioners. And then later in the, the night, you said, bad idea. I do want to run the air conditioners. Swipe it right back on. Uh, so it'll, be, it'll, it'll handle, again, like 14 circuits that puts um, in the customer's hands control of what they want to power and how long they want their battery to last. So we think it's going to be, it's going to be affordable. We think it's really cool. There's, there's products out there like span and things that are pretty intrusive. Like you got to tear up your house and they're pretty expensive. This does a lot of those things uh, at a fraction of the cost and is really easy to install in any, literally any situation. So we're, we're excited about that as well. Great. Well, it's an exciting product and it looks like there's a lot of exciting things ahead. Russ, that's all we have the time for. Thank you very much for talking with us today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tom.